All right, we're ready to go. We got Beaver back. We got the Kevin back. We're uh, the Holy Trinity of Dutch Hallness in the in the hall tonight. No big deal. But yeah, we did have a live chat last week on the show. And I know it won't. It probably is not going to happen now. But I'll tell you what the live chat was about. It was about my uh, my calves. It was a Laura Collins. She had said, uh, "Pete, are you wearing your underwear?" That's what she said first. Then she goes, uh, 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 "I like your calves." Are you wearing underpants? No, I was wearing shorts. I mean, then, she was looking at your groin. She said, uh, she said <laughs> that she she imagined me with big fat calves, but she said I actually have very nice calves. She was looking for the bump. Yeah, the big. You think so? She's looking at a pecker checker. Have you, uh, yeah, that's a good word for it. Well, I want to I want the, to to know that when we do these live streams, I know most of our audience is just listening to the audio podcast, but when we do these live streams, uh, you get to see my calves, eh? <sighs> and that and there's women that are watching live streams and just getting all steamed up about my calves. This week, if there's any women out there with foot fetishes, Ooh. I'm doing this show barefoot, eh? Barefoot. Which is gross to a lot of people. In I, this day and age, that's a big deal, though. They want it. It's a there's fetishes all over the place. Ooh, maybe this is going to be the highest rated show than we've ever had <laughs> because Pete's tootsies are on YouTube. Kind of all I can look at right now. Mm-hmm. Mm. You've been doing calf raises. Oh, uh, I have nice calves. Just ask Laura, and uh, look at these toes. Hey, eh? oh. those are nice. I got all ten. Get all ten. Yeah, for now. For now. Have you ever heard of a person losing a toe in a in a in a, in a some sort of an agricultural incident? I have fingers. Fingers are never toes. Right? Never toes. No. You crush a toe, but you don't lose it usually. You ever wear a steel toe boot? No. On the farm ever? Ever? Never. I wear <laughs> I wear snooks. Yeah, this is what we did on the farm for real. We would uh, when our church shoes weren't nice enough anymore. We'd wear our church shoes into the field. Yeah, they graduated to you. Grad, you nice shit. Graduated to work shit. Yeah. And there was a point in time though where there was a merger in there where you had to <laughs> you had to duel it up, you know. Yeah. And then you'd get ridiculed because it's like, and I and you come in from the field and you're like, I'm sorry, I don't have time to shine the shoes, you know. Yeah, yeah. What I I remember, uh, yeah, well, I always wore leather shoes for work. I still kind of do. And I can see people when they go to the hardware store and stuff like that. You see people come in with their, like, old leather shoes, and you're like, I get it. Yeah. You're the same as me. You just well, use your old shoes. I was always bad, though, because I would never give up on it. Because you, you, once you get a good pair, like, fuck, you ain't finding them again. No. So then I'd have holes in them, and then the socks would get wet, and... I just wouldn't let them go, right? Where people, some people, they look at them the wrong way and they get a new pair of shoes these days. No, I had a pair of church shoes that were so comfortable that I, uh, there was a cobbler still in Simcoe. He just had a little tiny little. You brought him to a cobbler? You got, uh, twice I got new, new soles put on them. Oh shit. Yeah. You, that, that's how dedicated you were to these shoes. They're comfortable leather shoes and they fit my, they fit perfect. So I just kept getting new soles. <laughs> and, uh. Yeah, the cobbler was like 15 bucks. That's not bad at all. You can't even justify. Yeah, that guy went out of business. He didn't have any sense of what money was anymore. <laughs> I think know? he was probably a really good cobbler. enough. No, he's like Horrible a, business, man. <laughs> well, like he's a cobbler, right? He might as well be a candlestick maker. You know, there's no fucking need. Like, no, there's no cobblers. No one cobbles anymore, you know? He's doing it for the love of the shoe. 
He didn't yeah. care about the money. He's old school. When you built shoes to last, yeah. now there's planned obsolescence. You buy a pair of shoes that are fucking only good for a few years. Imagine that job. Like, you just get this fucking monster dude rolls in, and he's got a pair of shoes that should have been thrown out years ago. And smell like Doritos. They smell like fucking ass. Are you talking about me? Right now. And then he's like, you know what? <laughs> the Dorito for part. For 15 bucks, I'll spend four hours making them. <laughs> like, Jesus. Or he's yeah, back plus there, materials. Back there putting the lipstick on, like in uh, Billy Madison. Yeah. Just yeah. loving the shoes. That guy, yeah, just smelling my shoe. Just sniffing it in like uh, Dennis Hopper from um, that Cronenberg movie. What is it called? Uh, Blue Velvet. Have you seen that? <laughs> he's just when he sucks in the, the he's like doing ether or something, but he's doing it with my shoe, just yeah. sucking in my 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 toe juice smells. You know, Pete, I watch these days like people to authenticate Nikes. You have to. It's a there's a smell check. Oh, what? Yeah, they have to smell. I watched it. They oh, something's kicking in and out. Oh, anyways, um, I watched it. They like so they look at like just make sure they're Air Jordans or Air Jordans. They fucking literally pull the tongue up on the shoe and go, and oh yeah, that's that's correct. How do you cleanse Smells like a, like a new pair, like a like a you know a, a authentic yeah. pair, new pair. You can still smell the sweatshop in it. I, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Well, uh, six year old made these. Mm, what is that? Uh, Bangladeshi. <laughs> that's- I think <laughs> these are knockoffs, you know. We make these in China. a little bit from Vietnam. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I'm smelling ten year old. Oh. <laughs> oh my God! We can stop that anytime. Uh, I'm gonna have to turn whatever that is off, or I don't even know if I can do it. We might have to listen to these dingins through the whole show. I like it. You know, what we should do through the dings. Uh, just uh, play that uh, God at damn a uh, theme. A song. This is the Dutch Hall. I am your host. We are in the. We're just going through. Oh, I found him. I found him, Beef. All right. Uh. We haven't. We're gonna have to get back to this introduction in a minute. We have a serious crisis. I want to fix this. Technical issues. Well, anyways, I we're in the Dutch Hall. We're gonna get this thing figured out. We're on a Tuesday night, but this is going out on a Thursday as normal. We have the Holy Trinity. There we go. Is that gonna work? It worked perfect. Uh, better? Yeah, look at this. They're right behind me. <laughs> no, I don't know if you're going to like that. <laughs> that doesn't work. Anyways, this is going to work. It's just a... Uh, we got it now. Yeah, a Anyways, bit. guys, ladies and gentlemen, to my immediate uh, left, Derek Beaver Van Hooten, everyone. Yeah! Yeah! To my immediate right... Kevin Long Van Dungen Donger. Donger. 
To the middle, that's me, the host, and two-time President's Club Award winner, Pete Van Dyke. Feels good. Feels good. One more screen. Come on. Yes. Oh, look at that. <sighs> I'd like to let it just go right out to the end. Yeah. This is going to be a nice night. We're going to take it easy. We're going to have a couple of beers. We're going to maybe uh, smoke a cigarette or two. <laughs> and uh, you know what? Uh, I got zero plan. The only thing I really thought about for today's show is... Uh, uh, the fact that it's cultivate it's cultivating it's cultivating time right it is it lets flow the dirt yeah you want to push dirt right now push right dirt man and so there're going to be people listening to this show and they're like going down the rows pushing dirt cultivating right yeah but the the word cultivating you say it cultivating i say cultivating yeah cultivating you ever hear a guy say cultivating yes and that's how it's spelled right that's how it's spelled uh, every now and then i'll make them i'll say it you say cultivating right yeah and I think that's probably the right way to say it, but nobody says it. No, we just say cultivating. We say cultivating, just like you say uh, kill instead of kiln. If anyone says it's the, actually a, it's it's like it's the worst sound ever when someone says kiln. Yeah, <laughs> it's the worst sound ever. Yeah, because it's not the way you say it. It makes yeah. me mad. You know, sound off of someone. Yeah, I want to fucking kill you. Yeah, it's the it's not the kiln yard. We put it in a kiln. That sounds horrible. Kiln yard. Yeah. You know who says kiln? It's uh, people that make pottery, they'll put it in a kiln. Yes. Right? Understandable for that context. Because it's stupid and wrong, right? <laughs> Pottery's wrong. <laughs> Pottery is stupid and wrong, <laughs> and so is the kiln. It's called, it's kill. Now, creek, that's the one that we say wrong on purpose. Crick. We say crick. We say crick because... Uh, crick is a uh, Kuwait cooler. Yeah. It just sounds better. <laughs> yeah. Sounds you go down to the crick. You yeah. do not go to the creek. You go to the crick. And uh, what else we, do we We also say bush, not forest. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah. You say bush. My wife says forest and it bothers me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and I tell her every time. You call her a dang I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm like that asshole husband that's like, when she oh. says something that bothers me, I'm going to fucking tell you. Well, what are you going to do? Put up with it for the next 50 years? And then, and then one day, spring it on her. Fifty years later, right? You well, know, I've hated still... this for fifty years. You call it a forest; it's the bush. You yeah. know, you don't call your fucking snaggled up <laughs> pussy hair a, a fucking forest, do I? Yeah, exactly. I call it a bush. <laughs> my my wife's clean. So oh, right. Well, this is in the future, eh? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> she doesn't care. Future fifty wife. years in the future, yeah. she's let it go. She's let, let that thing grow in. <laughs> <laughs> Big like wire brush, old lady <laughs> hairs growing out of that. Sorry. I've never used that analogy, but I'm fucking gonna. What? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm gonna. Yeah, you say like uh, maybe you should grow back your forest. Next time she's being a fucking dick, ah. I'm gonna I'm gonna say, hey, go trim the forest. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you keep yours clean there in the summertime. Yeah, you get a little ball stick. Well, like she'll tell my wife will tell me right away. Like fuck, clean that shit up. But in the summertime, man, you got to leave a little barrier of some sort of hair. Yeah, so get, you don't get fucking ball stick. Yeah, you're going to get like that real like a silly putty stick or, <laughs> you know, like those things you get in a gumball machine you throw against the wall and it would yeah. stick and then eventually the guy would fall down the wall. Yeah. You ever see that? It's just like, uh, you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. 
It's like sticky uh, glue, and then it always ends up getting hair on it. Yeah, it falls on the carpet, and it's done. Yeah, it's gross. Yeah, you need a barrier. (laughs) (laughs) We used to always, when we were, I remember um, when we were in, when I was in first year university, we really liked the movie Silence of the Lambs. (laughs) And we really liked that movie. We thought it was really funny. And uh, I remember carving pumpkins. And we're doing that as like some sort of activity for our, our lounge or whatever. You know, we carve pumpkins. And I remember taking the pumpkin guts. <laughs> and then uh, me and my buddy Adrian, when we would uh, we'd reenact the scene from Silence of the Lambs where uh, Clarice is going to talk to Hannibal Lecter in the cell. And the guy's like, <laughs> and then he throws his jizz at uh, Clarice. Remember? Yeah, she's got barn cat eye. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, was that the same guy that said I can smell your cunt? That one? I don't. I don't honestly remember. Yeah, I don't anyways. remember. But we threw so much pumpkin guts on the wall, <laughs> pretending we were <laughs> <laughs> to reenact the scene. <laughs> yeah, to reenact the scene. It was all our residence was just like covered in it because like we just kept laughing at it and. We also uh, love just saying, uh, you know, like, put the lotion in the basket. Put the lotion. It, it, it rubs the lotion on its skin or it gets the hose. <laughs> put the fucking lotion in the basket. And we did that a lot. Wasn't there a tuck scene in that one too? Yeah, where he tucks it between his legs and he's he's like uh, dancing to that, like, uh, was it a Roxy Music song or something? Mm. And then... Uh, He's like, will you fuck me? I fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> like that character's like, uh, who even it. invented that? Like for the movie or book? Like you gotta be fucking out of your mind to come up with even somebody that. Yeah, somebody thought it up, right? Yeah, yeah, a real twisted character like that. <laughs> but like, it's so out of like it's so like, like over the top that it was really funny, right? That like, so good. <laughs> <laughs> Here, or she a big fat chick? <laughs> remember, remember, because they're like, "Have you seen this woman?" Oh. <laughs> I love the voice. Was she a big, was she a big fat chick? He wanted, <laughs> he wanted him a little heavier, right? So he could starve him in the pit and then use their skin. Yeah, you get more skin off a big girl. <laughs> yeah. He's making a skin suit out of her mm. out of all these girls, eh? What's your lotion on? Yeah, orchid for holder. Buffalo Bill, he's like or is it Buffalo Bob or Buffalo Bill? Buffalo Bill. And I think you should make that your answering uh <laughs> on your voicemail. Why not speak by would you fuck me? <laughs> fuck me. Art fuck me. <laughs> you remember that movie at all? Not really. Message. <laughs> Not really. What did you hear, Clarice? <laughs> I remember seeing it, but I don't. Uh, it's foggy. I watched so many movies since then. <laughs> what did he say to you back there, Clarice? He said, <laughs> I can smell your cunt. That probably sounded exactly <laughs> like it, too. That was a good voice change. That was my Jodie Foster impression, my, my Clarice impression. He said, I can smell your cunt. <laughs> <laughs> it's a different... <laughs> she was saying it as no, not to give the word weight, eh? She wanted to be just factual about it, eh? <laughs> Sir, he said, I can smell 
your cunt. <laughs> no hard K on the cunt. <laughs> and then, I don't know why, but this the whole movie, yeah, just howling, laughing. It's, it's not supposed to be funny. Not supposed to be a comedy. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, I didn't think it was a. No, comedy. No, it's supposed <laughs> to be a. It's about a horrible guy who's like uh, abducting and gonna murder this girl, wear a suit of her skin. You know, mm-hmm. that doesn't sound like a comedy. <laughs> But there's so many good parts in it where you're like, this is funny, man. Like Goodfellas too, right? Oh, my God. And Sopranos too, if you ever watch that. Mm. I want to have a Sopranos kick every now and then. Oh. Sometimes you watch something that's like it's just brutally horrible. Yeah. But you're laughing because like there's so much, so much kind of truth in it. Like It kind of reminds you of like, obviously, you didn't go through it to that extent or yeah, whatever. Right. But it still reminds you of your dad or, or somebody, yeah. you know, in your life. It's weird how it can be so over the top like that and still be like, like that's hilarious. And yet a lot of it was based on factual stuff. It's horrible, like the worst stuff, you know? And that's why that stuff's okay. You can make a movie about, you know, about a guy wearing a girl's skin, but you can't, like, just tell a joke about it. Mm-mm. Right? Like, that, that is that's like... That's offensive. Yeah, that's offensive. The second they do a movie about it, it's okay, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can show a girl getting raped on a pinball machine and give it an Oscar, right? But you can't... Yeah, what was that do, movie? Uh, the Accused. Same girl, Jodie Foster, right? Yeah, Jodie Foster. I watch all our movies. Remember, <laughs> remember, remember <laughs> Now? The movie Now? Yes. That one fucking was great. <laughs> that was also hilarious, that movie Now. Have you... <laughs> I don't remember the movie. Now's basically, they find Jodie Foster in the bush and she's just crazy. She just let her... Uh, like, and she's naked and stuff, and she's got a huge bush and, like, big waffle tits and stuff, and then, uh, <laughs> or, like, points. nipples or something, like, big pancake nipples, you know? It was, it was like, not what I expected, right? But then she talked, I'm Neil. <laughs> like, she's, like, doesn't, it's like if she was made to teach herself a language, and then, uh, I wish we could bring up a clip of Nell. Probably get pulled, though. No, we'd lose our show. One time we were just watching hockey in the background, and they pulled our episode. Got a warning. I know the reason. The way you can do it is if you have a good engineer, Kev. Oh my god! Is they uh, they know what eight how it's eight seconds. They can they pull like they quickly pull like an eight second less than eight second clip, and as long as it's just less than eight seconds, then they can pull it. I forgot to look at the show notes this week. Yeah, the show notes were it was minimal because I had no idea what we we're gonna do. <laughs> Look at Beaver, he's just on his phone. <laughs> sorry, I was doing fucking, I'm doing, I was doing business, I'm sorry. No, it's okay, man. I'm just, uh, <laughs> I gotta throw a big quick one here. Uh, it's okay, you can do your business. You're a businessman. Yeah. I do, actually, uh, I've actually had to work a lot more than I really uh, would like to. Yeah. Uh, in the last uh, week or weeks. so, a yeah. couple weeks. Yeah, and it's fucking catching up to me, man. I am tired. Like, my body is old and tired. How's the payoff, though? Good? Eh, it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. I miss the bubble. Work is for assholes. Yeah. I miss, I think the bubble's burst on... I don't know if it's burst, but it's definitely... We're not at the peak of the craziness anymore no. with the housing market. And I, by the end of the year, though, my prediction... Did I do this on the air already? Because I love doing my predictions so when they come true. Well, let's hear it. The housing market, it's not really a... a like a groundbreaking prediction, but like uh, things are gonna be pretty cheap in a year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that 
they have no choice but to raise interest rates and yeah. they're gonna it's they're all these people with these excess properties everything's gonna be too expensive for them they're gonna ditch them and there's gonna be surplus properties they've already made these rules that you can't buy you can't get foreign buyers in the market anymore oh that's right yeah well that's and so all these factors and then they're, they're gonna want to like try to curb inflation interest rates gonna go way up it's just gonna it's just going to um, collapse. Okay, so you see as artificial that. as it was, this these increases in the housing prices. Yeah, there's going to be like the correction, and then when the correction happens, people are going to panic, and it's going to correct more than it should. Mm-hmm. And so then it's going to so it'll it'll be a big crash, and there's going to be lots of opportunities to buy at the end of the crash. Right. But if you're buying now, I think you're kind of fucked. So. <laughs> So you see, like a like a huge correction. Yeah, I yeah. think it's going to be. Uh, I hope it's a huge correction. Unprecedented, as what I foresee. So, like a million dollar house now would be worth what, in your opinion? Ooh, you're going to make me quantify it like that. That's hard. It should now, it should correct itself back to the six hundred thousand that it should have been. Am I right? Well, what were you saying? What's it net worth what's now? A, what's say, a say million? A, say something that would sell for a million. Right now, yeah, or in the heat of it, yeah, it would at least correct to eight. It would at least correct to eight hundred by twenty percent. Okay, I would say there'll be a twenty percent correction at, at the very minimum, and um, it could correct to as much as fifty percent. And and a lot of people would say that would be a, like then you're talking depression, not recession. Well, that's this. Will, that's just the housing market, and r- right now, also, um, what's interesting to know is a lot of the people that are buying that, a lot of the the people that are driving the prices up in these housing aren't people at all. They're like they're banks and they're like investment funds and right. stuff trying to buy property because there's nowhere to make money on the markets anymore. Right. So the, now they're like uh, putting it into real estate because they real estate seems safe. And then, uh, but th- it's not, it's, 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 uh, artificially increased by their bullshit. And right. then eventually when <clears throat> interest rates become too high to make that look like a good investment, uh, for them. Mm-hmm. And they realize that the maintenance of all this property is a real thing that they can't keep up on. Sure. And the, then they're going to, um, ditch these properties uh, or if they see that the market looks like it's crashing, they'll ditch them, and it's going to compound the problem because they're the ones that made it in the first place. Then they're going to yeah. make it worse by exiting. Yeah. So maybe kids will be able to buy houses after all. Oh yeah, uh, that's really who it is. Uh, who you do hope it happens for? But like, they're going pe- to lose five years though. Who? The kid? Like, well, we've they've lost three already. What? That generate the buying generation of kids. No, oh, right people now. that haven't bought yet, yeah, haven't bought yet, so haven't lost anything, right? I just look at it as is like that 20, 25 to twenty eight year old that could have bought three years, like could have bought in this time and are now fucked. Well, Cur- the, currently, well, hopefully, there it's a blessing that they're fucked, is what I'm saying because if they weren't fucked, they'd be in the market before it crashes, and that would be worse. True. Yeah, if you, you bought you bought one at like eight hundred grand, it went up to a million. And then no, I'm sorry, I'm saying that they haven't bought because it's so high. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, and that's the blessing. That's the if, blessing. Yeah, because if it was because if they would have got if they would be able to get in, like if some bank would say, hey, we can still give you the money even though you can't possibly pay it back, 
then that would be bad. Or if they buy like at a million and then it goes to 500,000 and then they were like, they're, they're in an undersecured position, could probably get their house foreclosed on and it's but way I, worse. But I was told people like back in like the seventies and eighties in those two crashes, like 74 and 83 kind of thing that people went, people would go to like their banks and be like, man, I don't know what they called it. But you're right, like, right off that. Yeah, and they're like, ah, I can't, I can't pay what you think I, I'm supposed to pay. And they're like, well, what can you pay? And then they lowered the value. They just wrote it off. Yeah, that was a. Uh, well, can you see that happening? Uh, writing off debt would only happen if you did it across the board, right? You can't mm, just do that for certain. No, you can. You really? Can. Yeah. You, so, like, if you buy a million dollar house and I buy a million dollar house. And you go to the bank and be like, I'm fucking, I can't do it. I can, I can, instead of, I can't do a hundred thousand a year. And they're like, well, can you do 50? And you're like, yep. So then now it's fifth. So now you've now decreased it by, so now it's a $500,000 mortgage. But meanwhile, my mortgage stays because I can pay it. Yeah. That's how it works. That's like and fucking shit luck. It's still how it works today. Uh, but like there's a thing called farm debt mediation. And when I was, when I worked uh, lending money to farmers, there was a thing called farm debt mediation board, which I went to many of those farm debt mediation meetings. And at those meetings, that's what you do. You, you get all your debt, all your creditors in a room. Right. And these are people who haven't been paid in some time. Like have not been paid in some in a while. Time. In a while, you know, it's been a while. They haven't been paid. They're thinking about like selling the guy's property. And then like, can you define a, a time period, like multiple years? Usually. Yeah. Multiple years. Yeah. Like, th like a lot of times around three, three, three to five years. Yeah. Of, of chasing money from the, them and getting nothing. Yeah. And you're not the only one. If you're the one, not, if you're not getting money, chances are like a lot of other people aren't getting money too. Or a percentage. And then, so then people. when we get to the meeting, uh, it's all the people who are owed money are invited to the meeting. And what you were traditionally would do is what you were talking about. You would uh, say, okay, this is what the guy has. This is what he can do. This is w what uh, our position is, you know, as the person that holds, as the institution that holds the security, we can sell it, we can pay our debts, and then he'd be left with whatever, you know, or we make up another arrangement that works like, so in the 80s, you'd be sitting there with, let's say, this million-dollar situation where you bought the farm for a million bucks, and it's worth a half million, and you have about 750 of right. of debt on it, right? And the interest rate is now 22.5% or whatever it Back was. Back then it was, yeah. Yeah, and so <clears throat> your payments are pretty high. You're proving you can't make them, and I can sell your farm now and get and take a $250,000 loss, right? You're left with nothing. Or I could uh, lower the, the debt load <clears throat> to say what the farm is worth and see if you can service that, you know, for a year. And then that's made, right? And then, and then if the other guy's out there digging ditches and getting a winter job and doing all this stuff, and that's how they're keeping their payments made, mm -hmm. he gets nothing because he's not had to go to this meeting. He's not had a bunch of people incurring hard. legal costs and all that stuff. <clears throat> so traditionally, that's what happened. When I was doing it, 
we were still, we, the company I was working for, were still trying to make those deals to see like, like this guy can't do it. You're not going to get blood from a stone. We're just going to end up like having to sell all this shit or we restructure it to let the guy live a decent life or something. So we would always try to make the concessions, you know, and the banks wouldn't even come at the end. They would just send a lawyer and oh, the lawyer shit. would say, my client wants what the everything, everything what they, they signed a contract for and they're giving nothing. Right. And so we're like, what are you even doing in the fucking meeting? You know, how are, <laughs> yeah. you, how are you helping people? You know? Yeah. And they're not there to help people. They're there to get their money. And so <clears throat> that's, that's the thing. Uh, a bank won't uh, write off debt. Uh, will uh, someone like farm credit or something like that, like a government institution, they may write off debt because um, they have a like a ability to. They have a political uh, uh, incentive to do so, where uh, the banks only have a financial incentive to make more money, and unless there's a business case for writing off debt like we're going to take less of a loss by writing it off than by so it's only in their best interest yeah they're, that, then they're not going to do nothing i don't see that ever changing you know like but like government a government institution or something yeah maybe they would do it again but not uh not a regular bank i can't see them they'd only be doing it with government money if the government said we'll back we'll back these losses you're right yeah but you can you can you see the way things are going that losses in general are going to have to be talked about? Well, you see what they're doing with farming. Yeah. They make it part of the programs and they make you guys just live off subsidies forever. And they don't fix the system that's broke. They just make you band-aid it, make you uh, work in an impossible system that you know, you're going to lose money in most of the time. If any one thing goes wrong, but your these programs make it so that it, it's that it reduces your risk, and that's they're set up. They were set up originally that they were supposed to be for a bad year, but when it's set up that you have to pretty much trigger them every single year because they're that's the that's what they end up doing. They subsidize cheap food for the regular citizen, mm -hmm. and then so the farmers got to still sell for fuck all, and then they get a subsidy to make their living. And the what should happen is the farmer raises his price, and then if the citizens can't afford the food, then the government's got to find a way for the citizens to get more money. You know, like or you know, it it shouldn't be. I don't understand why the farmer always has to be the one that gets mm -hmm. the same price forever, and then all the costs go up. Right. It's like that for everything. You never hear of a. You hear of inflation for a loaf of bread, but you don't, you know you can still buy wheat for the same price you could buy wheat for, you know. Fucking 20, 40 years ago. Yeah. Corn price been the same price for fucking yeah. 50 years. It goes within, it goes in a range, but, you know, it's never going to, it's never been like, like re reflective of whatever inflation's done. It's, it's not at all. It's just still the same fucking corn, you know. Anyway. They're putting one less slice in a loaf now and. Red companies are getting richer. And yeah. Like, you used to be able to grow a 100-acre farm and you make a living. Now you got to grow a whole 1,000 acres, you know, to make that same I'm living. On, I'm on four farms. Yeah, you got to buy the whole the whole road now. Yeah, the whole road, yeah. Yeah, in order to make the what, you know, every, they used to be like 10 families making a living there. Mm -hmm. Now it's one family. <clears throat> that's the that's the thing. You always do more for, la for less. 
and you get you, you might get more money overall, but the amount of work you're putting in to get it is like way more. Like this Your year, margins this year I'm growing more tobacco than all when I was a kid. All my uncles and my dad combined grew, <laughs> and there was 25 kids. Really? Like they're like 25. Sorry, uh, cousins. Like so that tells you how big the family. Like there yeah, was, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Probably the same same with your family. Yeah, imagine. Like, I mean, the average... Back then, you could grow 35, 40 acres. You were, you were sending three kids to school, and fuck, you, were, you had a hired man. Back in the day, you had a hired man on and a house on the farm. For like 40, 50 acres, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 50 acres used to be a big crop. I remember we grew 65, and we thought, man, we're pushing it. And then we got it up to 75 with the same one, one crew. Crew. That was, and then it was like you were just—that's as much as you could go. The most I did uh, with my hand was uh, I did one hundred and eight, one hundred and eighty-four with two hand gangs. One hundred eighty-four with two. Yeah, it says ninety-two. Wow. With a hand gang, one one gang. Yeah. Wow, that and is really it, pushing. And I got it off. Yeah, yeah, that is a lot of work, man. That's a lot to, oh, yeah. pull, to cut off two crews. Like they got to work their asses off. They did. Yeah, that's a. Uh, yeah, I like that though. Pushing it, you know. I don't know. There's something about that I kind of miss. You know, the, the I my dad doesn't want it. Uh, does your dad still like like uh, Does he miss farming? Oh yeah. Does he like do shit? Yeah, because on... my dad was forced to not farm because he not because he did, it, for health reasons. So yeah, does he help out on your at your place? No, not really. <laughs> but he's he hang uh, out physically, and mentally can't. It's not. Oh yeah, capa yeah. not capable. But he would love to. Yeah, I mean, my I I, was, I I I dragged it on as long as I could just because he I knew he loved it. Yeah, yeah. Did he always tell you what you're doing wrong? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah like learning how to farm, like taking <laughs> over the family business was the hardest thing I ever had to do in my life. Yeah, by far. You gotta have a certain amount of diplomacy and restraint. Restraint is and diplomacy. Oh, that those are the two perfect words. Like it was <laughs> tough. Like there was some hard conversations, right? When you almost yeah, like when you want to. When you, when you despise your family member because, like your dad, because, uh, but he's just trying to do what's, he's trying to get yeah. you, make you the best he can, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's his baby, like his business. Right. Like, yeah. And don't get me wrong, uh, like I learned the hard way and I don't, now I don't regret any part of it. I worked my ass off, but it was well deserved. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the thing of it is, is that no matter how good intentioned you're, uh, and you'll find this even with your own kids. As a parent, no matter how good intention you are, you're gonna push the. <clears throat> you're gonna like uh, only be able to give advice based on how it was in your time, right. you know. And and like the time changes, and your advice is like it's dated, you know, because oh, like, yeah, yeah. you're basing it on how it was when you were the age right. that you're. And or, and don't get me wrong, like the way I see my personality is, is I would probably do a very similar the, the similar pass off the, to the way he did. It just it sucked. Cuz there was no nice way of doing it. Yeah, yeah. Right? I guess so, yeah. A lot of times the right thing happens and it's just but it's just ugly. It's just that's exactly it. Yeah, the right yeah. thing happened but it was just ugly. Yeah. Very ugly. Yeah. I couldn't imagine like, um, like, uh, but it's all good if, now. if, if my, if my dad had to, if the farm had to go to me or my brother or something like that, 
like I don't really know how that would have really went down, man. Because uh, there's a lot of scenarios it doesn't work. Uh, like a, where dads never tried because they knew it was going to be ca- catastrophe. Right. See, like, like me uh, and my brother had, like we both were like, all right, I'm going to go this direction. You go this direction, and we'll meet back up later on. And that's exactly what happened. Yeah, like we, uh, but we each we like my brother still farms and he does. Yeah, he has. He 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 uh, grows ginseng. Oh yeah, yeah. On like on the side kind of thing, mm. and but uh, but like it it all ended the way we me and him both wanted it to. Yeah, yeah. like we've never had an argument once about farming. Farming, nope. never once. Yeah, I think uh, we've had differences of opinion, but that's like it all ended when a decision needed to be made. We me and my, me and my brother make it in like two seconds. Yeah, we're like we should do this. What about that? Okay, let's go that direction. Yeah, yeah. That's good. That's cool. Which is a tough thing for a lot of families, right? Sure. And now, for me, it was just me and my brother because my sister had her own thing. When you've got families of, like, say, three boys or, you know, there's three opinions there, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but but I don't know if me or my brother have the temperament to take over a family business. No, Pete, nobody does. Like, no, no, nobody does, man. It's, no, but like I think we would, we would murder my dad. Uh-huh. Like I think it would come to like a real tragic end. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, like I think I would have the better shot between me and my brother to do it. Um, because my dad, my brother, and my dad, I think would kill each other. Patience wise, you need yeah. a lot of patience. Yeah, I just don't think they would have the give and take necessary to have a transfer like that happen. You know, like because you got to be sensitive to the what the dad's going through, right? And then you have to also be able to stand up for yourself and be a man and say, like, I want to do things my way because it's my farm. You well, know? see, what the hardest part is is our dad's generation. Like their dads just were like, all right, I'm done farming. Like jump on board, right? They were all about it. Our grandfathers, right? Whereas our dads, for some reason, that generation, man, they, that wasn't the sentence that, or that wasn't the conversation. The conversation was, is I got to hold on to it. I got to hold on to it. You know? I wonder if they thought we were too soft. Like I bet you when. uh, Thought is the key word. Yeah. Like when your dad's dad gave the farm to your dad he was like he can handle it i've been kicking the fuck out of him since he was right six yeah. years old and then where our dads were kicking the fuck out of us and we're like yeah we st- i still don't think he's got it feeling started ex- to creep in right like, right i totally agree with you no uh, well with me my dad my dad was like me and my brother were uh he, like it went to my uncle not my dad because uh, my uncle could get along with my grandpa and my uh-huh. dad and my grandpa wouldn't be able to have that relationship and get that transfer. You know, it would, right. my dad want to stand on his own two feet before my grandpa was willing to give up the farm too. You know, oh. like, see, and this is where Kev, this is where every situation is a little bit different. Sure. Yeah. Every single one. I could sit here and say my story and Pete could sit there and say his story and yep. they're n- nothing of like, like they're just, so many variables that yeah yeah my uh, um, are unforeseen yeah and my dad never encouraged us to go into it he always discouraged us from going into farming um which i thought was weird but i i 
I re- I regret it because I I still love farming. But I mean, I can I, see that based on your beautiful, yeah, like, right, garden. my beautiful garden. I was <laughs> like last year, I gave my, I brought my dad some tomato plants, thinking that he could at least grow some tomatoes, get some of that like farming like blood, you know, back bubbling again. Nope. And he was like, "No way, I don't want to fucking do that." You know. What gotta, about if did you bring him any produce and was like, "I grew this." Yeah, he wants to eat the produce, <laughs> but I don't want to give it to him unless he's willing to grow, do the work, you know? Right. No, but was he ever, like, appreciative of the fact that... Of like, the produce? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, he was. But that's not the point. The point is here is grow it for yourself because you're a farmer. Yeah. You should like farming, right? Yeah, I've created this for you. Now you keep it going. Yeah, but I don't think he liked farm... He didn't like doing the farm work. He liked telling some other person to do the farm work. <laughs> yeah. You know, he just like he's a good supervisor. Yeah, yeah. Or a supervisor. If I, I give him a tomato plant, he's got to weed that. He's just bring bring me some tomatoes. <laughs> oh, he wants the easy route. Yeah, yeah. Which uh-huh. I don't. I thought like I like the weed in my garden. Like, yeah, I yeah. like uh, getting in the dirt. You know, it's like uh, ground you. Well, I always told uh, your brother. I was we'd always talk about it. My favorite place is sitting in the tractor, just because you're at peace with yourself. Oh, it's nice. It's nice doing land work is the best. Yeah. There's nothing, nothing better than driving around. It's like cutting grass. I've made a lot of de- life decisions in a tractor. Yeah? Probably yeah. figured out a lot of the world's problems, too, and forgot about them. That, too. <laughs> you get out, fuck. You ever beat off in your tractor? <laughs> nope. Not Never? Never. Not, not yet. Ooh. Nope. I bet you that if I we... floated around with my wife when I when when. And I got real high in a tractor. <laughs> yeah, but you never, ever beat off in a tractor, which I think is really commendable, dude. No, never. Right. I bet Especially you now, with, even with GPS, never. A lot like, your, I don't, I just sit there. A lot of your friends can't make the same claim, not with fucking uh, cell phones and GPS driving tractors. There's, I bet you there's a lot of your yeah, buddies that, 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 probably. Are, that are shocked right now. Yeah. And they're calling bullshit. <laughs> and, and you know what? They can call. I'm being dead serious. I, I believe you. You've never lied. You wouldn't lie. Well, I believe you 100%. You've never lied on this show. You'd say it if yeah. you did. Yeah. You'd be like, I, I watch, ain't nothing one, to hide. I watch one of the hubs and crank crank him out. Yeah. I bet you Mike, uh, I bet you Mike has. It'd be tough. He's got no GPS. Oh yeah, he he's got to have two hands on the yeah, wheel. He's got well, he's got to have one hand on the throttle, one hand on the wheel. <laughs> yeah, he's got no no. He's got no time for that. And his right. arm is ready to fall off after about six hours. <laughs> so he, he, he can't. He can't because yeah. his. Dri- I feel like somebody different though. I'll be honest, with you when you're driving it compared to GPS, like at the end of the day of driving with your hand on the wheel, like your shoulder is ready to fall off. Yeah, and you've got a blistering headache. I still have. You know, a lot of times you've been bouncing. All oh day too? man, I have. I bottle Advil, a little can of Advil in the fucking tractor because it's like you get just migraines like no other. Just crush them up and snort them. Mm, it's they're so li- nice when you they're go. Li- on. They're liquid. So. <laughs> when you turn the first dirt, you know it's the best feeling ever. Uh it's great, isn't it? It's like oh, and when everything's working, it's like the adjustment period is over. It's like oh yeah, yeah. Are you that like? Are you? Do you get to a point when your baby tobacco plants are like, um, are like, uh, you know how, you know the the you plant them and it looks like the, you can just see like little specks in the field. You know it's planted, and then they kind of look like they get worse for a while, and then they all get of a sudden, tired. all of a sudden, it just gets <laughs> like green where it's like you get this solid green, like the rows are starting to fill in. A oh bit. yeah, it's the and best it, feeling. And ever. then you know they're all taken off. For know? me, it's like. Uh, Cause not right now. You like if the fumigant didn't work, you won't quite know yet. Oh, it's like that feeling that because fumigant putting fumigant in is so expensive. 
like that feeling of like right around sweeping time. So it's like two, three weeks from now. And like if the fumigant, if you didn't put fumigant down in a spot, like it'll be fucking half the size of everything else. So oh. that's amazing. And, and we don't know if we if the fumigant's in the ground or not because the, we we know based on the feeling of the tank, but the tank is solid. Like you can't see in the tank the liquid going down. Mm. So it's a guess. I have a very very similar story about my garden this year, with with an egg in a hole. An egg in the hole. Have you ever heard of the egg in the hole? No. Wait, a bird plopped an egg in your hole? No. Every <laughs> for tomato plants, apparently, when you're when you're uh, uh, planting them, you stick an egg in the hole. You dig a real deep hole, and you, and you trim off all the leaves right up until the kind of the crown. Yeah. And then you dig a hole that's deep enough to go right to there, plus deep enough for an egg. And you drop an egg in the hole. You give it a little, I hit it with my garden shovel just to give it a bit of a crack. And then I put it in the hole. And I put my put my plant on top of that, and then you bury it. And then what happens, I think, is that the egg. Is this you just trying this? No, or the internet either? told me. The internet told me my tomatoes are going to be way bigger. Ooh, so uh, my my daughter says, "Are you going to put eggs in all the holes?" I'm like, "Yeah, egg in the holes, like better." And then she goes, uh, "Was this like a sweet Martha?" My, maybe maybe just try one. She says, "Like see if it works." I'm like, "No." So I got t I got a test. I got some every um, second section of every row. I put two plants, no egg. No, oh, okay. So I can oh. see as my test, you know. But the rest of them, so that's egg, a real farmer. Egg in you got You got to have it. You got to test it out. Yeah. And then uh, what's supposed to happen is that the egg will, will rot in the ground eventually, mm -hmm. right? And uh, at the time it rots, that's the time that the plant is fruiting, and then it feeds the. It's like uh, it's like fruit. free food. It's like probably free food, uh, fruit. phosphorus or something, right? Yeah. So like yeah, like it'll like compost itself up. Yeah, that's all it is. Yeah. You give it a little bit of like fertilizer that's going to be fertilizer in the future, right? Because it's when it's rotten. A few eggshells in my uh, tomato plants, but no egg. Didn't know about it. I never heard of it either. My I've mom, never mom, heard of that. My mom sent it to me. I'll let you know if it works. Uh, because I don't. If know. If it does, that would be a real expensive endeavor. If I had to put an egg under every plant, <laughs> imagine that. If you put hundred acres, <laughs> yeah, you gotta buy a chicken seven, barn. You get, seven, you get seven, a chicken barn. Seven thousand plants per acre. Yeah, but you don't have <laughs> you don't have fruit on your tobacco, right? Oh, you I have a flower. I I bloom a flower. Imagine if it made better. If you don't sell it, you bust it on the ground. You throw it on the ground and let it and curse rot. it. Yeah, and let it tell it, it the fuck right off. You don't even give that to your wife that flower because it's shit. It's ugly. Yeah, it is ugly. It's the ugliest flower ever. Actually, actually, I don't mind. It's those little tulips. They're yeah, like, they're like a little, little or not like uh, not like tulips, but you know what I mean. Like, like a, it is like a, yeah, it's like a little cone. Yeah, a little cone flower. <laughs> it is a cone flower. Mm. Ah, nice tobacco flower. You know, I'd give that to my wife. I'm who am I lying? I would the pick problem that. is, is it withers away so quick. That is the problem. Like you, you could. I want. I. We should put one. I should break one off, bring it here, and we put it in water. Put see it if, in water. See if it acts like a flower. You could keep it for like a week. Yeah, I'll trim it every day. Trim the bottom off. Put it in fresh water. Whatever I need to do. Let's do it. Bring me one egg when you're in topping. Okay. Maybe, maybe bees will... Uh, put a fucking egg under it. <laughs> bees will uh, use it, and then you'll have tobacco-flavored honey. Yeah. That'd be awesome. A little nicotine in it. Tastes like an old ashtray. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Hey, we did a uh, hypothetical question last week, Beaver. What'd you do? Yeah, with uh, Ryan Vanbush. 
Yeah, we wished you were here. And I wish you were here. So you are here, so I want to do it with you. Okay? You're the last man on earth. Oh, uh, yeah, I like this one. I watched that series. <laughs> that you can't, that they don't have it anymore on TV. <clears throat> oh, I thought it was on uh, Disney. Is it now? Last Man on Earth? Yeah, yeah. It's on Disney+. I'm going to watch it again. I hated when they quit that series. You like that one? Oh, I loved it. I watched watched every episode. It was pretty funny. The dude cuts a hole in the fucking, in the diving board and takes a shit for like (laughs) months. Months. He uses, he runs a TP, so he uses the diving board as a shit tank. Uh, what were we saying before? Yeah, hypothetical Uh, question. Hypothetical, yeah. Okay, you. Last Man on Earth. You and uh, another guy. Oh no! The last two to survive, and two girls. Oh yeah, twins, right? They look identical, in uh, uh, totally identical in every way except oh, for one. Gorgeous. And they have the same uh, personality; like they're even like very similar personality-wise. Okay. But what's the one thing? And one has no arms. One has no legs. So which one do you choose as your mate for the rest of it, your life? Uh, no legs. No legs. Why? He wants handy. Ryan said that too. No, because, uh, because you can live without legs. <laughs> you can live without hands too, I guess. I don't know. It's the first thing I thought of actually. Uh, Ryan said because you I'm can't. I'm thinking sexually. Sexually, you can't do much with your legs, right? Well, the legs, you can get them out of the way. Like they, if they're there, they're not. She just jerked you off your feet. She's got no. Oh yeah, these. Days. No, I'm not worried about. I'm not worried. Like I know initially, I'm thinking handies, but um, maybe no. Co- I'm cooking? just cooking. Like necessities in life, wiping her ass. Oh, that was a, one of Ryan's. That's points. what Ryan said too. She wipes her ass with her feet. How? She's very flexible. She never had arms. Boy, unless do we determine oh, you gotta, you you gotta go accent? the old dry you gotta go the old walk it off like no that's not <laughs> yeah, yeah the girl crusties, with the, crusties the girl with no legs uh, she's gonna have a real clean ass just from dragging on the ground how's she gonna right. shave that thing though shave what her, her forest how's she not with 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 no legs with no arms that too you'd have to do it that's okay yeah. but but the initial meat I would be turned off because it'd just be fucking coming out the. <laughs> How about same question, blind or deaf? Oh, that's easy. I'd go. Uh, I'd go deaf. I take the deaf. Yeah, me too. I want her to see, because <laughs> then I got to fucking. How's she gonna cook if she can't see? Well, and how is she gonna fucking know where to go? <laughs> like. <laughs> Blind girl because they, because because in in a situation like that, you wouldn't just be the last man on earth and have nothing to deal with. There always be situations. Yeah, you can someone that can see can help you through those situations. Yeah. A de- uh, a blind person, you gotta help. They're them. along for the ride. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You gotta. You are the only person that is driving this train. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I easily, th- when you said blind deaf, I'm like, boop, I'll take the deaf. What would you take, blind or deaf? I'd take deaf. I wouldn't want to hear that shit. You're going to take deaf? If I had to, if I had to choose for myself. Oh, for yourself, deaf, I'd take deaf. deaf. Oh, I want to, I wouldn't want to be blind. Oh, if, if what ailment would I take for myself? Yeah, I would, would you take? choose being deaf. Yeah. Um, She's complaining. You don't have to hear it. Yeah, definitely. Uh she was being deaf or being blind, but to choose a spouse who's deaf, 
over a spouse who's blind or like a mate or something. Because a deaf person can still talk. Yeah, kind always, of. But it loses head. your erection, believe me, when you hear it. <laughs> yeah, you got the old flipper voice. <laughs> the flipper voice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so they, luckily, they, if they're listening to this podcast, they can't be offended See, by See, and the thing, is, the thing is, is if you're the last person on earth, you wouldn't have to learn sign language because who are you going to learn it from? You could just draw a picture. It's like, you know what? Deal with me. I can't understand. We can't. <laughs> we can only do so much shit here. Yeah. You could write your instructions down. I know this. That's uh, that's your sign language. That's my sign and then language. this. Yeah. Right when it's over. Yeah. Okay. How about this question? This, no, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> if you could go back in time when it was. I, I really like this question. If you could go back in time when it was okay to beat your wife. Oh, to what, beat your wife? Okay. Yeah. When it was okay to beat your wife, like when it wasn't socially unacceptable to beat your wife. Yeah. Would you beat your wife? No, I wouldn't. <laughs> no, that's an easy one. That's an easy one? Yeah. Yeah. I just I would just think it would be really funny if you were like, hmm, like really <laughs> chewing on that one for a minute. Like, mm, yeah. You You're know what? give you a backhand? When in Rome. Yeah. When in Rome. Wait a minute. Does, do I know better? Wait a second. <laughs> yeah. Do I know better? Yeah. How far back are we going here? <laughs> like Sean Connery. Uh, Sometimes you just gotta smack a bitch. Yeah, he said you just gotta smack a girl. Like you tell her to be quiet and she doesn't listen. I can so, so see Sean Connery smacking a woman. You have to smack her. Sometimes you just gotta smack a bitch. You just uh, give her a swat in the mouth. <laughs> You're really good at these voice now. Yes, oh, really? You like yeah. it? Yep. Buffalo Bill and Sean Connery. This is my uh, this is my uh, impression of Sean Connery. Uh, if uh, Sean Connery was asked um, if he liked pizza. Okay, you ready? Yes. <laughs> That's a great question. <laughs> Anybody that doesn't like pizza, fuck, they're missing out. <laughs> fuck. I had pizza at lunch today, and I had pizza probably five, six times a week. My dad used yeah. to say it was a waste of goddamn good cheese, but he always ate it. Oh, wait, really? Yeah. Like, when I'm hungry at 9, 10 o'clock at night, I'll go make a pizza. Yeah. Oh, really? I, I never eat pizza anymore. I love pizza. Unless it's like some stupid like cauliflower crust. Some bullshit. Yeah, like any bread, eh? Yeah, no you can't oh yeah, you're on the heavy no bread kick still? Yeah. I, it's, I, hey, I, I'll I, be honest with you, I had cauliflower one time my wife made pizza out of cauliflower dough and she didn't tell me. But the second I ate it, she's like, I have to tell you something. I'm like Oh fuck! What did I just see? It's not over. She's is it? like, I just want you to try it out. I think or I don't know if it's cauliflower or rice. I did a cauliflower one, and it wasn't. It wasn't too bad. Yeah, I'm not it's gonna the best I, one of the fake ones. Yeah, now that I know, I wouldn't. I would never pick it. No, but unknowingly eat it, yeah, it was okay. Yeah, don't have restriction. Why would you? Yeah, I guess, all I want to eat is melted cheese. That's <laughs> on it. anything. On anything, it's anything. great. Give me a big bowl of melted cheese. Oh. And fry it. Oh, fried cheese? You know, like where you, your cheese burns? Yeah. And, and then you, like when you make nachos, and there's that little, there's that thing, it's like, it's Crusty. just a chip of che of burnt cheese. So good. God damn, it's good. Yeah, we just got thinking about that last man on earth thing again, too. Dre <laughs> dressing them. Dressing what? The, the spouse. With no if arm. they got no legs, they can still... Dress themselves. No arms. Kind of tough. Well, you know, if... You're going to pull drawers up fucking with no arms? 
Yeah, people that were born with no arms. I tell you that I, I saw this guy he spoke at our thing at a meet at a meeting we had. And Where do you he, take? How do you take a piss? The guy does everything with his feet, man. He's so flexible. He does his, his. It doesn't move. He doesn't move like we do because he's always used his. He's always contorted he's, in the. In he's weird never ways. had arms, right? So he always has been like brushing his teeth with his feet. He drives with his feet. He does everything with his feet. He just like uh, you just adapt. I'm just saying it's easier to with a woman with no legs. It's easier to drive for her than. Like, because she can't reach the pedals. Yeah. What if we... Uh, hand, hey, you can do hand pedals. What if we yeah. uh, changed it for him so like we did last week where you could have those Oscar uh, those springs. Those springs for your legs. Oh, yeah. You can put uh, fake spring, oh, yeah. spring legs on. Yeah, there. like uh, prosthetics. Runner. Like that runner. Yeah. See, that's easier than finding prosthetic arms, right? Prosthetic arms There's are... There's no just... such thing. You're right. No legs... I'm going the legs too. I switched my. Answer. I didn't. I didn't even. I didn't even flinch. You originally were were no arms. Yeah, I like a good pair of legs. You know. That's all about handies. Yeah, Kevin just. Not looks. gonna lie, I would miss him. Right, because you, you, you miss what legs? Yeah, I would miss them. Yeah. Like, just think about sex. Like, you go to grab your woman's legs to pull her towards you, and there's nothing there. You'd have to grips. You'd have to grip the waist. If you could only have sex or only have oral sex, one or the other, you got to pick. I lose. <laughs> you do lose, right? I just lose. That's too I, hard I, to I, pick. I, I can't do it. Can't, like I can't do picking it. Picking your children. That is a tough one. I can't do it. Because I can't, I mean, I... I love oral, and I would... I need, I would not, I couldn't live without my kid. I put oral in the umbrella of sex, and sex is my favorite thing, but of, but of, I don't know. Which one's better? Which one's better? I, they're just both one. They're both terrific. <laughs> yes. They are both terrific, yeah. Eh? That's the thing about a girl that would agree to have dirty sex with me is like just the nicest girl. Right. Eh? Now, there's women I've met that are, opposed to oral what receiving like that's just they don't even that's a turn, yeah that's a turnoff because their pussy smells Must. that's mostly the number one reason but the real reason actually i have a theory about this and i brought it up when i used to work at the bank i uh i tell people all the time my theory that there's two types of women in this world uh one, one's with internal clitorises and one was with external clitorises okay this is my theory and the, those with external clitorises can come through, uh, can orgasm through um, regular intercourse, right? Because their uh, clitoris is like on the outside of their vagina. Yeah. And when the when the penis is like uh, going in and out, it's rubbing on that. Right. Clitoris. No, that's the internal that's one. That's the internal, internal one. Internal one. External one, it's like on the top, so the penis is going underneath of it. Right. And it doesn't... Uh, Stimulate it. You don't, so you can't get an orgasm through regular sex. Usually, you got to like do it manually or give her oral or whatever. You know, those girls always will suck your dick because they need oral sex themselves for orgasm, right? Right. But those ones that come easy on regular sex, right? <clears throat> they're not going to suck your dick because they don't have to, right? They just want to have the sex, right? 
And I told this to one girl I was working with, this girl, uh, Erica. And Erica goes, uh, These are quite the conversations for at a bank. I go, she goes, uh, I hear what you're saying. And I agree, but I have orgasms uh, during sex, and I'm a cocksucker. That's <laughs> what she said. Really? Yeah. Uh, she's hilarious. <laughs> she's just, uh, and then you were like, you fall under the dirty girl for, oh, format. Yeah, she broke my rule. Because I always thought, like, because I'd have friends of mine who would be like, my wife, uh, she never sucks my dick. And then I'd be like, ugh. Like leave her, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you with her? You know, I'd be like, your wife is is like basically a dude to me. Like police. now that I know that she doesn't do that, like she's of, I am not attracted to her at all. Because <laughs> <laughs> under no, there's no circumstance and no reality where yeah. I would ever want to be married to your wife, right? Because right. It's, it sounds terrible. And uh, he's like, oh, you get used to it. I'm like, no, you don't. No. <laughs> That's something I want to get used to. I don't to. want to get used to that. Those are the people that I got go to go to the Rippers. Yeah, like, or on your, she'll, like, give him one on his birthday. Boo. You know, like, like it's just like that, it's like that special. He's like, nah. Boo. I want to know, I would rather have, like, okay, this is a good question. Would you rather find out? That your wife, before you were married, had uh, only slept with, like, say, two guys, but sucked 100 dicks, or slept with 100 guys and sucked two dicks. Say the first one again. She's only slept with two guys, but she sucked 100 dicks. I'd say the two guys. Yeah. That's, that's the easy one. Because 100 dicks, right? Yeah, 100 dicks. I like those girls, too, because they're more likely to be into the oral. Yeah. Right. And then, yeah, the, the, the hummer you're getting is going to be way better because she's practiced. And you don't get as many diseases through your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> just stop kissing her. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, just, I would stop kissing her. I would definitely make sure she would gargle. It was funny. <laughs> yeah. I got a totally sidebar funny story. My brother texted me today. He's like, uh, look what happened to me. Fucking. So, you know, back in the day when it was, uh, when you were probably 16, just got your license. What was the fun, annoying thing you did in the neighborhood that everybody, all the neighborhood people hated? Burnouts? Or. Like, like. Fucked uh, up mailboxes. Oh, <laughs> mailbox oh, baseball. Oh, yeah, mailbox baseball. Right? Yeah. Or, yeah, like we used to use potato gun. Oh, potato gun. Those are great. I love yeah, potato guns. Yeah, you could blast somebody's mail right out the back like <laughs> like like confetti. Like, it was like confetti. <laughs> you would hit it right in the door? Like, in the opening? We'd just open the door a little. Stick the, stick the potato gun in. Oh, right blow, in. Blow, blow the, the back. Blow the whole back out, right? Oh, that's so good. Right? Oh, I thought you were shooting at it from a distance, no, but you shove it no, right in there. Right in there. Oh, yeah. Fuck, my brother sends me this text. He's like, <laughs> he's like, karma's a bitch. And he shows me a picture of his own mailbox with a hole about the size of a fucking, like, toonie in it. Right, and then a picture of a fucking firework on the ground, like one of those ones you shoot. He's like, "Motherfuckers got me." <laughs> they fucking lit a fucking like they're getting creative now. They bought fireworks and are lighting the wick and throw them in the mailbox, oh, and yeah. then it shot out of his plastic. You know those green plastic. Uh, mail yeah. Shot right out of the fucking back. 
My my father in law was a high, was a grade school principal. Yeah. In the time of strapping, right? Oh shit! Yeah. So he, yeah. And so his fucking mailbox got wrecked. You know, <laughs> every one of the you know his his students from his grade school. You know, fuck what, his shit up. Yeah. When they found out he lived there, they wait till they get their license. They fuck his mailbox up, right? So he's he would go through lots of mailboxes, <laughs> and then uh, so he's like, I got this one of those like you know the green ones that are like. The, right from the bottom and and the one piece they go up yeah. to the top that all one big. This piece. is my brother has. Yeah, no, that's what he he and his neighbor had. Oh shit! So much of the neighbor got fucked up too. <laughs> just, in, <laughs> just in case we're not sure whose is who. Yeah, the neighbor actually took the worst of it. They said it. They realized they couldn't like uh, knock it over with a bat or whatever. They could. They couldn't just. So they uh, set it on fire. They like they set a bunch of the newspaper on fire. I got, in it. I got a funny story. Back in the day, so we used to baseball bat them, right? Aluminum baseball bat. Eh? I get out of the truck, just like all bunch of buddies crammed in the truck, and uh, my buddy's up next. I hand him the bat, and I put the hand my hand on the mailbox. Solid fucking steel. I'm like, perfect one for you, bud. You'll blast this one right off. <laughs> Get out of the way. He fucking snapped the aluminum bat in half. <laughs> oh, his hands were vibrating for an hour. Concrete. He was oh, in so much pain. Oh, he's, yeah, that would hurt like hell. Like, he didn't snap. <laughs> he, like, kinked the fucking aluminum bat. I fucking laughed for an hour while he was in pain. Oh, uh, oh that's terrible. Oh, Set him up shoot. for it, too. Oh, yeah, I did. He was, dying. I was a fucking asshole. I know. My old house, my mailbox would turn a snowplow right around. <laughs> I had that thing. You solid, eh? Oh yeah. The worst. I'll tell you, as a farmer pulling implements and have shit on three point hitches, those are the worst, man. You clink a fucking mailbox. Like, there's times, yeah. man, where we're dodging vehicles quick. You got to make a quick decision: is it the mailbox or is it the car? Yeah, yeah. You take and the mailbox. You fucking well. You get a metal bail mailbox, man. It's pulling you into the ditch. A whole collection of them in your plow on the way home. Oh fuck! Yeah, everything's so big now too on the roads. I don't know how it even gets anywhere. I know. Yeah, like trying to get man. I got the two worst places in town. I got to go by uh, Old Lehman's damn side road and the, up that hill. Oh fuck! You go with your with your uh, tractor up that hill with the four row fumig fumigator and cultivator up the back, and then I got to go through Lindock with the gravel wall. Really? Oh, it's the worst. That way, yeah, you're going to feel like you're scraping against it the whole oh, time. Oh, man. I, one time, I pat, Ryder was coming at me with his fucking implement, and I swear we clinked fucking, you could hear the clink of fucking S-Tines because we are both sh hugging the road, and everybody in Lindock's got a mailbox on the fucking road. Like, back that shit up. Mine is almost to the point where it's falling backwards into the ditch because it's, it's as far back as it physically can. But at my house, the ditch is three feet down. So I can't believe they're still doing mailboxes, to be honest with you. Me either. Like uh, most places, they make you go get your mail at some sort of centralized box, you know? Yeah. So I'm surprised they don't just put one at the end of every concession road, like a mailbox, and then say that's yeah. for the whole road. You go find your little box at the end. I wouldn't want that because the concession mailbox would be at my, the end of my road, and I'd have to cut the grass around it. Oh yeah, and there'd be people all the time. <laughs> I got a big grass spot. I guarantee it would be there. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> going, Kevin? Whoa! Uh, How long have we been going? Hour eight. Hour eight? Yep. Oh man, I'm you falling gotta, asleep. You got to uh, announce the sponsors. 
Oh, yes, shit. Thank you, Bieber. Because the show got all messed up at the beginning, uh, and I never announced our sponsors. So we would like to uh, let you know this show is brought to you by our friends at Clean Flow. Clean Flow. And guess what, Clean Flow? We all use your products, and we'll use I will take anything you have to offer. Yes, Beaver looked into on your website, K L E E N F L O dot com, cleanflow.com. And he was like, I use a lot of these products. And all all of them. All of them. And then uh and Kevin even says he sees them at his work and and it's like, yeah, they're everywhere. Cleanflow's got great products. You want you want a brake cleaner? I want a brake cleaner. I want some penetrating oil. White grease. <laughs> White grease. I'll take. I'll take. I'll take it all. <laughs> See, we got a great sponsor in Clean Flow, and also if you'd like to spo- uh, support our show, go to um, Patreon.com/slash/DutchHall, and you can support us just like our queen and get access to the Forbidden Hot Tub video until we're forced to take it down again. <laughs> and what else? Who else is a sponsor? Go to LiveFromTheDutchHall.com. Click on our Amazon banner. We're really close to getting paid again. Get a nice ten dollar bill from Bezos. Oh no, I I I save it up till it's at least a hundred. Oh, nice. right on. And then I get a hundred dollar check, and then I like I fucking feel like a rich man. Buy some candy. Oh yeah, big time candy party next time. Right on. Yeah, when we have that check come in, I'm gonna give you some candy. That's a promise. Uh, what else? <laughs> That's it. Well, we got a couple dates coming up in July, but nothing too special. Oh, crazy Canuck and. In Kitchener on July, whatever the Saturday is, the 9th. July 9th, I think, is at the Crazy Canuck in Kitchener. We have Farmer's Invitational coming up. Woo, really? Yeah, we're doing it back. We're back on the horse. At the uh, uh, Woodside? Uh, we got to find a new venue. I don't know. Oh, uh, Woodside's? No, it, well, it could be Woodside, but last time it was Pine Valley, right? Yeah, I thought they threw you out, though. Yeah, they threw us out. So, 29th. Yeah, we're doing a Wednesday this year. Wednesday instead yeah. of Monday. Bocce's it made a good point. What's that? The Monday, the the that Monday or the Monday's tough because it's Bass Opener that weekend and uh, everybody's doing you know family stuff. He's like, let's throw the middle of the week. I'm like, good call. They're not. Yeah. The only reason why I did it Monday is because of the steak dinner. Yeah. At the Knights of Columbus. Oh right, right, right. Well, we don't have we we create our own steak dinner. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, looking forward to it, Beaver. That's always one of my favorite times. It is. We missed year. it for two years. Has it been two years? It's been two years, man. We COVIDed it out. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, it's about time we start getting back. I haven't been on a golf course at all this year. Have you, Kevin? Not once. Uh, do you usually golf? I used to. I haven't been in a couple of years. I did a simulator. Play some weave golf. Wee golf? Yeah, but I do. I love it. I love wee golf, man. I got a bachelor in wee golf in college. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. And wee tennis. Uh-huh. I was good at wee bowling. So, I, yeah. I never, I always did wee golf and, and wee tennis. Or we did wee tennis too. Yeah. And wee baseball, home run derby. Wee boxing was okay too. Yeah. Oh, yes. Wee boxing. I smashed my TV. <laughs> it's because I punched it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I can't think of anything else, guys. No, no. I, we did it. We found out Beaver's uh, no legs. Uh, no legs. Yeah, we got the sponsor. Hey, Andy, you can flip them over quick. Oh, with no legs. Yeah, there's no uh, resistance. What are you talking about? Well, when their legs are spread, you got to 
is a more of a maneuver. When no legs, you just it's like rolling a barrel. <laughs> I suppose it's like what banging. You can get those like you see those like they're like pocket pussies, but they're like uh like the butt. Let's like that a would be like that. Torso. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. That except, would be like that. Except for it's got the rest of the top on. Yeah. The mouth and stuff. Goes like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the real lady would have arms and like a breathing heart. She'd be a real person. Yeah, real person. I know. I I got the but no legs. I'm picturing in my my head my wife if she had no legs or no no arms. She could have legs right below her knee. What if it was just missing one limb? Would oh. it be an arm or a leg? Leg. Uh, I might I might, I might go arm then. I'm thinking that girl in The Sopranos that had the missing leg. I'll take a, you know what though back to the prosthetics. I'd go with a leg missing because you can throw a little fake one on there. Yeah, you can. And one of those blades. You could steal it from her. Yeah, if she pisses you off, tell her to hop it out. <laughs> yeah, if if you, you I'm know, hopping mad. Yeah, if you were worried that she was gonna like uh, leave you, you just take her leg, and then she could only walk in a circle. Yep. And she then could only, uh, she could only swim in a circle. And you can only hop so long before you get tired. Yeah, that's right. So <laughs> it is more. Unless she's got a scooter. <laughs> yeah well this is getting too complicated yep. i'd probably just fuck the dude <laughs> <laughs> the other dude well that's it that's a good ending for the show uh like tell a friend if you like this i feel really tired of this one and uh if you'd like to give us a piece of feedback <laughs> Live from the Dutch Hall, gmail.com, the Dutch Hall at gmail.com, Instagram, Twitter, we're Dutch Hall or Live from the Dutch Hall. And until next week, we will see you NT. See, see you, you next Tuesday. <laughs> or Thursday. Or Thursday. Or Thursday.